listening last night and, uh, on a message on, on, on tongue. And the, the preacher was saying, you know, we, we sometimes get, now I wouldn't say complacent, but get discouraged. Well, you say, look, you need to pray in tongues at least an hour a day. You need to pray in tongues about five minutes, hundred, well, however long you get. Every day you need to pray in tongues. And he said, you don't see any change. You don't see anything happening. It just looks like everything. You say, why am I wasting my time praying in tongues? I don't even know what I'm saying. You don't need to know what you're saying. The spirit of God within you is praying through you for a reason. And he was saying, our healing, our healing is attached to our speaking in tongues. Our healing, because the scripture says for us, I, I don't have the scriptures for you, so I can't give them to you, um, that we have to build ourselves our, our up with our, our most holy faith and speaking in tongues, that we build ourselves up. And for years, I've heard it and I've taught the same thing. When you build yourself up, you're building up your spirit, man. But guess what? You don't need to build up your spirit, man, because he is sealed until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Nothing can get to your spirit, man. Yes. He can't get discouraged. He can't get sick. He can't get tired. He can't get weary. Yes. He said we are to build our own selves up. Yes. When, when, when we pray in tongues, building ourselves up, because it, it says it edifies us. And he broke down the edify, the, 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 the part of of um, Edifying the edifice is the building. The fies in the, the Hebrew word, I, did, I wrote it down, but I can't pronounce it. What it means is you're building up your building. Your building is being repaired. Your building is being constructed as you pray in tongues. So what's going on in your body, and the, the doctor said, well, this, you're going to die with this. He said, look, you're going to stay depressed for the rest of your life. You're going to be sick for the rest of your life. And we don't even have a cure of this. That's all what man says. But God says, build yourself up in your most holy faith by speaking in tongues. And when you begin to speak in tongues, the inside, your, your spirit area is working on your behalf. Is working in edifying and building up your, your, your soulless area which is inside your body, your temple edifies. He said, builds up. So as you begin to pray in tongues, you are repairing, you are repairing your body. You are repairing your body. What's going on on the inside? And they said, well, we don't have a cure for that. You, you know, you just get yourself in order because you only got a day or two or three or whatever, you know. Whatever they had say to, to get you afraid. They told Dodie Osteen she had two or three weeks left to live. She just celebrated her 90th birthday. Forty years past the time they said, oh, you only can live two more weeks. She just celebrated her 90th birthday. Still praying for people and letting them know, look, this is what God did for me. He healed my body when there was no cure for her. Speaking a word and praying in tongues. Speaking the word and praying in tongues. See, the thing is, when you pray in tongues, because for one, they did they did a study. I tell you about the study. You can look it up on on the internet. The um, the University of Penn doctor did a study about speaking in tongues. They had these five people. They put all the the, the, the little things, probes and things they put on on their head, 
and had them speak in tongues. They, they just, they, and they, they monitored their, their frontal lobe, their, their brain cells, everything that was happening while they were speaking in tongues. Before they had them speak in tongues, they had them, you know, all right, sing, sing hymns, sing a song, begin to talk. And their frontal lobe on these probes lit up. They could see the activity because their brain was functioning. They were talking, they were singing, and it registered on the monitors. So they said, now when you begin to pray in tongues, they watch the monitors. They watch to see what was happening in the frontal lobe, and there was nothing. Brain, and I tell people when they're trying to, to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, it's a gift. Your brain has nothing to do with it. You can't think your tongues. You know what I mean? You can't think it because your frontal lobe is not working when you begin to speak in tongues because it's the Spirit of God that's within you, praying through you. So it's, it's, it's scientifically stated. They said there was no frontal lobe activity when they were praying in tongues. We don't know how they're doing this because it's not registering in their brain. So the doctor, said, the doctor concluded that it must be another part of the brain that's working to, have them, to make them speak in tongues. All five of them, no frontal lobe activity as they were speaking in tongues. They never could find the part of the brain that was working when they were speaking in tongues because it, wasn't, it was the spirit of God within them. He said, we can pray in tongues at any time. Right. You, you know, I used to think it's coming up that I had to get worked up into a frenzy. Just work me up, just praise, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And then I've been eventually, I'll speak in tongues. Said, we don't have to work ourselves into a frenzy. Just get before the Lord and say, Lord, I, 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 when I say, Lord, I'm here, I'm here. I'm ready, and I just, I just, I want to be in your presence, and I just want to just bask in you. And I just sit there and I just start speaking in tongues and praying. Something come up and I just, whoa, whoa, I got, I got, I got, I have to get my, my spirit involved in helping me pray through, pray through the situation. So it says you're edifying, you're building, you're repairing your body as you're praying in tongues. And he was saying, you know, what happens? And I was, I saw them, my, my message backwards. What happens, Satan, we're, get, your talk, get, your, get your weary. What are you saying? Yeah. You don't know what you're saying. You don't even feel any different. There's nothing happening. Why, why are you praying in tongues? Hey, that's his job, to get you to think, well, I'm not doing anything. But see, it works from the inside out. So the Lord begins, as we continue to pray in tongues, continue to pray in tongues, he starts working on the things that needs to be done on the inside of you. If you got a little sadness going on, he starts working on that. You got a little fear going on, he starts working on that. You got a little doubt going on, a little depression, he starts working on that on the inside. Yes. And you keep continuing to pray in tongues and pray in tongues and pray in tongues until finally, finally, you start seeing and feeling the change. And you, 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 you're wondering, well, why am I not, Mom, I, yeah, I feel pretty good today. Something is going on. That pain that I had that was so bad, it's gone. Why? Because you continued not to be weary and continue to pray in tongues. Yes. Throughout the day, at work, what, just whenever you think 
about the situation that's going on in your life and that you don't like, begin to pray in tongues. Why? Because the Holy Spirit within you is beginning to work on that situation. Yeah. I, I was talking, there was a, a, a young man, he was kind of upset. There was things going on in his life that he didn't quite like. You better pray in tongues about that. You better get before the Lord and speak, speak in tongues and, and just, you know, just throughout your day. I'm not saying, you know, jump on a chair and start screaming at home like you lost. No, you can pray in tongues. You know, situations going in your city. You mean somebody can be laying you out on your job? You're going to speak in tongues so that the Lord will come to minister to you. He said, I'll build you up. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Whatever is going on, let that edifice be repaired. Let it, he said, continue, continue to pray in tongues. Don't stop praying. Don't stop speaking in your prayer language. The devil, that's why he fights it so hard. He don't want you to get the supernatural working in your natural. He wants us to stay natural all the time, but you're supernatural. We can't be with our kids everywhere they go. Our grand, we, we can't. It's impossible because they have things to do. We have things to do, and we can't be with them. But you can pray in tongues throughout the day for your child. Lord, she'll protect my child, our children. You know, at the, I mean, sometimes the you know, Lord is just impressing you. Begin to pray. Just pray. And you don't know what, just begin to pray because you are covering somebody. Our job is to be there for the next person, to stand in the gap for someone who couldn't. We stood in the gap for our brother because when we found out all that was going on, we stood in the gap for him. The Lord kept him here. As they were taking the things off, and I said, Donald, fight. Just fight. And, you know, the machine... Stopped. I said, no, Lord, no, Lord, no, Lord. Don't you know that machine kicked back on? It kicked back on. I had a chance to get home from where I was. My sister came over, and she had a chance to speak to Doc. Five more minutes, he'd been able to speak to Dennis, but Dennis had already talked with him. I said, thank you, Lord. He gave us that grace. He gave us that mercy so that we could do what needed to be done. Yes. Our job is to be ready because you don't know when you are going to have to intercede for someone else. Young people in school, you may have to pray for a classmate. Somebody may fall right in front of you and you don't know what, to, what, what, what they, everybody's screaming out. You just go lay your hands. Lord, touch them, Lord. The Lord will hear your prayer. He will hear your prayer. Touch them, Lord. You don't know, for one, why you're hearing this message today for who else you may need to help at another time. But our job is to be in a position to hear, let it get into our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotion area so that we can now begin to build ourselves up and be ready to deal with the situation when it comes. Why? Because we're not here just for ourselves. And I tell people all the time, the things that you're going through, yes, you're going through them, but you're not going through them for yourself. You're going through them for somebody else. You're, you're, because you're going to come out victorious on the other side, and then you will have a story to tell. You'll have a story to tell, and somebody begin to, what? You went through that? Yes. You'll begin to have a story to tell, because healing is the children's bread. It belongs to you. When I, when I find that oh, on, um, on YouTube about the, the study with the doctors, 
if you want to, I'll send it to you once I find it. You can look, I have to get the title of it anyway. But to see how they found out speaking in tongues has nothing to do with the brain. It is your spirit and within you praying. I said, Lord, I love it. So I don't have to know what I'm saying. I can ask, Lord, if I get nosy, well, Lord, what am I praying about? But my job, I, I mean, I'll be, I'll be hitting it fast and furious. Whatever needs to be done. When I get to heaven, I'll, I'll find out. The scripture said, you know, you'll be ushered into the gates. You know, people will be coming to you. And you don't know I'm from Adam, but you prayed and telling for me this day. You don't know who you're praying for. You could be praying. I know, I know, I know one day I was praying for somebody in Africa, and I know it. I just, I just, I just had that impression. I said, I don't know who it is. I'm going to see him when I get to heaven. Because the Lord, I, I, I know it. I, I, anyway, that's me. You can take it and leave it, whatever. But our job, my job is to, to give you something to say. Give you something to do. Because healing is the children's bread. It is for us. And, and it took me a month and a half to get through one page. So I have eight more pages to go. So I don't know how that's going to work. But I, I'm determined to get to at least another scripture on this page today. Because the Lord, he wants us, we have to hear it so we can help somebody. It's not just for us to get a big head full of knowledge, but to do something with that. Sweetheart, healing, healing belongs to your child of God. That's your birthright. Soundness of mind is your birthright. Prosperity is our birthright. These are all the things that became ours when we accepted Jesus as our Savior. It belongs to us. It's the enemy's job to try and get you not to stand for what God, Jesus already obtained for you. He don't want you to maintain what was yours. He wants you to get weary because you don't see an instant change. We think, well, it, I, pr I prayed in tongues for 10 minutes. I didn't see anything happen. You may need to pray for tongues for days, for weeks, for months, but you keep on praying. Because it's, much, it's more better than having 10, 15, 13, whatever situations that they want going on in your life. When all you have to do is take the time and pray. And say, Lord, you go, Deacon, Deacon Wendington always says, it's cheaper when the Lord does it. It's much easier when the Lord does it. So our job is to continue to intercede on behalf of others and on behalf of ourselves. Now, I, I, I would look pretty dumb tried to go and minister to somebody in the hospital, and I'm in the hospital myself. I can't hardly breathe. I can't, I, I, it's not going to happen. But I have to stay healthy. We have to stay healthy. So when we're mandated to go to the hospital, we can go. When we need to go to somebody's house and, 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 and pray for them because they are in dire need, we'll be able to go say, no, honey, I can't, I can't come pray. I can't pray for you. I, no. What, what kind of a, 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 a witness is that? I can't hardly talk to you, and they want me to, to come and pray for me. I can't hardly breathe. The devil is a lie. Our job is to repair ourselves up, build ourselves up in our most holy faith. So continue to pray in tongues. Don't let the devil weary you now and say, well, it's not working. There's nothing happening. There's no change going on. He's a liar. It is working. You can't see it yet, but it is working from the inside out. So you keep on praying in tongues. You keep on praying in tongues and praising the Lord and praying in tongues. Praise the Lord and speak. I mean, you keep on doing that. And then one day, 
you'll see it. It'll be just like it clicked right on. You say, wow, Lord, this is real. I'm re- this is get- don't get weary and well-doing. Don't, get weary. Don't let him wear you down. That's what he tried to do. He tried to wear me down. He's a liar. We are continuing to speak the word of God until we have miracles breaking loose in this church. Breaking left, breaking right. I mean, everywhere what needs him. I mean, until it is coming for, but we have to do it collectively all together. Can I get somebody else to be praying with me in tongues so that we can start seeing miracles happen? I mean, just right before I, I, we'll see things change. You see, you want this church filled? Let them start seeing miracles break out. Let healing start breaking out. Somebody tell me, you know, I went to that church. They prayed for me and I got here. Let healing break out. There won't be room for it. But we have to be ready for the miracle. We have to be in position for the miracle. Building yourself up, building myself up, praying in tongues. And all throughout the day, when you think you got an issue going on in your body and you think about it, just begin to pray in tongues. It comes across your mind again, begin to pray in tongues. Just pray, just, just pray, just pray. Because you're, you're working on something. We're working on something. I want us all to be working on something because you don't know when you're going to need an intervention from the Lord. You don't know. Build yourself up. So let me give you, we got to at least get to one scripture today. Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20 says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live that thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice and that thou mayest cleave unto him for he is thy life and length of days. He is thy life and length of days. You have to cleave, means cleave to Jesus, adhere to, pursue hard, be joined, abide. Pray in tongues. Cleave to the Lord. He said that thou mayest cleave unto him for he is thy life and length of thy days. So we want long life. We got to do some cleaving. You want long life. You got to choose. He says, I have set before you. This is the word of God. I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore, you choose. So the words that are coming out of our mouth, and I say this to the kids all the time, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say anything at all. Some from mom told, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say anything at all. That's what I'm telling you, telling you to yourself. If you can't say, if you can't have good speak to yourself, don't speak at all. If you can't con- con- encourage yourself, don't speak deaf to your life. Said so you choose life or death. Blessings or cursing. You choose. We are the deciding witness. We are still the deciding witness. Whether it's with whether or not you live or you 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 don't. You're the deciding witness. But you have to use your mouth and begin to speak. And I was listening uh, uh, to um, Creflo Dollar. He was talking. His wife said, um, "Acts." I think she said it's 26 and two. She said, "This is what you're gonna have to do to yourself every morning." The first part of that scripture says, I think myself happy. You didn't know this, it just came into my head. I think myself happy. 
This is what Paul said. He's before King Agrippa because they, they're, they're ready to kill him, but they're going to give him a chance to plead his, his case. So he said, I know what all you have planned for me, but I choose to think myself happy. That's something we can do. I choose to think myself, and I, I was just out in the hallway. <laughs> she could let him get me all dressed. I think, I, I, I think myself happy. I think myself happy. I think myself. I had to talk to myself and get my, get my act together because sadness will come. I said, no, I got to shut that down. I think myself happy. And that's what you're going to have to do throughout today because things are going to come, come constantly coming against you. Think yourself happy. Acts 26 and 2, I believe that's where it is. I think myself happy. See, that's the part of you choose. You choose life, death, blessings, or cursing by the words that are coming out of your mouth. As you are the authority, you are the deciding witness, be it good or be it bad. Uh, Proverbs, the next verse, Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So what's going on in your mouth will bring forth either death or life. Death or life in the power of the tongue. So it's, it's, it's a choice here. So you choose. You, you choose. And a lot of things the devil gets blamed for, and the devil did this and the devil did no. It's the words that came out of your mouth. It's the, the, the death that you, you, you spoke over a situation in your life. He said, but it's life and death in the power of the tongue. So if I can have power of the tongue that's going to speak life, I'm going to speak life. I'm going to choose to think myself happy. That's what I'm going to do. I choose to think myself happy. So this is the one, Joshua 20 45, it says, not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord has spoken to the house of Israel. It all came to pass. And then this scripture here, I wrote all the families, names of families that I know, Raymond's up the top, and all the families. I said right there, not one word failed in their life, in their family, over their family. All of them, I put, I put all their names in there, and I speak those names, and I said, your word came to pass. It came to pass. He said, not one word fell. So I said, okay, if it didn't fail over the house of Israel, it's not going to fail over the house of Raymond. Right. It's not going to fail over the house of Hunter. It's not going to fail over the house of what? It's not going to fail over the house of Joe. Whatever it is. I got the palm in it to every day. All the Joneses, hallelujah, it's right there. Still you in there too. Patterson, all, 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 if you got a name and you come to the church, you're in there. You're in there. Said, oh, not one word failed in their life. Not one word. Why? Because I'm speaking it out of my mouth. I proclaim it over you every day. We, as, when we, get we decree that over you. Not one word of God's word will fail in your life. It all came to pass. And see, you are the deciding witness. We are deciding witness. Choose. Is my time up? Five minutes. Choose. Our job is to choose life or death, blessings or curses. And I choose to bless you all. We choose to bless you all every day. Every day. Every day. We choose to speak that over your life. Hallelujah. Second Kings 20 and 5b says, oh wait, let me go. Let me go to First Kings 8, 56b says, there has not failed one word of all of his good promises, which he promised through his servant Moses. And what I put on that, I said, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, 
David, Jesus, Hunter, Raymond. Put you all in there. Said so now it didn't fail. Not one word. Not one of his promises that he gave to all of us. And what do I do? I put you all your names right there. Said it came through the line. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Jesus, David, David, the line of David, Jesus. After yeah, I'm right there. You're right there after Jesus. You, you mean the word of God is for us. If we speak it out of our mouths, life and death. We speak it. We choose. We choose. We choose. We choose. And you know, I said, Lord, when he when he he spoke to me, like I said, and said that that um, my brother's deciding witness. And I said, I I I I know I knew then what the Lord was telling me. I knew then, but I chose. I didn't want to believe it. He said, your brother's deciding witness. I said, well, I, I, I didn't have a chance to give him the word that he needed to be a deciding witness. I said, but Lord, I'm going to continue to speak your word to anybody who will listen so they can become a deciding witness. They can begin to speak life over their families, over their children, speak life over their jobs, over the situation, begin to speak life and stop cursing yourself by the words that are coming out of your mouth. Just the words that are coming. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. That's very important. That, I mean, we, really, we really need to take that, that scripture for, to heart and listen to the things that are coming out of your mouth. Oh, I was just joking. I think I've, I've become really prudish in the end of my life. Not the end of my life, as I'm getting older. Because I, I'm not into that joking and all this and you jokester. Oh, I was just kidding. No, don't say it. You can joke all you want. Don't joke over me. Stop joking over your kids if it's not positive. Because the Lord is not going to change his word. And Satan is waiting. Yes. Waiting for the words that you can speak contrary, detrimental to your children's life. So he can bring that to pass. I said, is that what you want for your child? Is that what you want for yourself? Oh, I'm just so stupid. Is that what you want? Jesus said you can have what you say. He said you can have what you say. Most times you are having what you say and death are in the power of the tongue. Hear me one more time. Death and life was in the power of the tongue. One more time. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. So if your tongue is speaking death to situations in your life, shut it down. Shut it down, Lord. I'm praying for a crop failure of all the words that I said contrary to what I'm believing and receiving from my family. Shut it down. Lice, death in the power of the tongue. So you choose. Why? Because he said, I call heaven and earth to record this day. So heaven and earth are recording what you're saying. And the enemy of your soul is right there waiting to catch any word that you say that's contrary to what God says is yours. And what does he want? To, oh, that scared me to death. You tickle me. No. Stop it. I was just talking to a mother last night. Child, I, yeah, I, I just love you. I said, no, you don't love me to death. You love me to life. And you can love anybody else you want to death, but I love me to life. I, I don't want you to death. Matter of fact, I don't want you to die either, so start speaking life. It jumped out of my mouth so fast. I'm trying to get better with that. I really am. I'm trying to calm it down, back it down a little so that I don't go for the juggler when I hear something that, that's contrary. I'm, I'm, Pray for me. That's all I said. Y'all just pray for me. 
but it came out of my mouth so fast. I said, no, honey, you're in your 80s. You don't want to slip on a banana and fall down. But please, stop speaking death over your life. We want you a long time. A long time. But you can have what you say. Healing, healing is the children's bread, which means healing belongs to you. Healing belongs to you. Healing belongs to you. Spirit, soul, body, financially, socially, mentally, healing belongs to you. It is yours. Jesus went to hell and back for you to have it. He was beat, I mean, unmercifully, so that you can have healing today. You can have soundness of mind. He went through all of that for you because healing is a children's We'd like to thank you for joining us in our service on today. And before we leave, we'd like to give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your Savior. It is as simple as A, B, C. I accept God and I acknowledge the sins in my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I commit my life to you. If you said that simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. Welcome to the family.